Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You are listening to the Dope Black Mums podcast. So Auntie Flo, time of the month, Shark Week, Code Red, Leak Week. How many ways can we avoid saying the word <laughs> period? I have Kyla here with me, award-winning actress, blogger, and dope black mum of two. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Kyla, what did you call periods growing up? Did you have any fancy names? Colloquially, or in, <laughs> in the streets, we'd call it, um, <laughs> we'd call it reds, which was always Red. uh, an interesting one. Red. Reds. Okay. Reds. We were on our reds. And it was an interesting one for me because my nickname was Red because I was always in red. I don't know if you remember when we met, but I was always in red, red hair, like red clothes, head to toe. That was me I for like throughout secondary yeah. school and stuff. So to be to be to be nicknamed Reds, but then be on your Reds as a as a as a term of you know periods. It was um an interesting an interesting term. It's funny how we come up with all these different ways just to say what it is. You know, it's our menstrual cycle. It's the most natural part of of us and, and and what we do you know so it's just yeah well how many ways do we have to describe it i know and I'm, i well i didn't even have reds on my list so there you go there's another one <laughs> so today we are joined by shike <laughs> founder of my menses an initiative for girls and women an advocate for menstrual education menstrual equity and period poverty passionate about accessibility of products to anyone who cannot afford them from a low income and marginalized communities in the UK and Africa. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Kyla. Um, hi, everyone. Hello. Hey, hey. Um, so I wanted to start with the basics and just understand what is menstrual equity and what is period poverty? Um, the two um, have got similar meaning, but they're still different in a way. Uh, menstrual equity uh, refers to the affordability and accessibility and safety of menstrual products. So it's not just about that, it's also about education. It's about how people want to take care of their menstrual health and the decisions that you make, which is mm. a priority to you as a menstruator. Um, on the other hand, period poverty is um, um, not been able to afford menstrual protection due to financial constraints, um, which is the number one issue. If you cannot afford it, then you, you you haven't got protection. So it's as simple as that. So that is, you know, when when you when you're uh, experiencing poverty and you're unable to provide um, menstrual protection to yourself and um, and and your your children, really. As a um. A black woman, have you found any areas of work particularly difficult? Um, do you mean in in the work that I do, or generally? Um, yes. Um, as as a black woman um, in the menstrual space, um, when I started about two two years ago, um, I we don't really have that much representation. I can vividly say I've right. only got one other um, organization run by two black um, led women. So and apart from myself, so mm. it's 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 not a lot of black women representing 
what we do in the, in the menstrual space. So I've been at events where I've probably been the only black person at a menstrual event. And um, wow. so it is definitely mm. um, less representation um, of black-led um, period organisations. Period poverty, is it, it feels like a, um, like a buzzword. And obviously it's not. It feels like everyone's talking about it right now. But obviously this has been going on since the beginning of time. People having issues, people, the, the taboo of the subject, people mm-hmm. um, facing financial constraints. So has it just had like been rebranded? Where is actually the word period protocol? Is that, is that quite new, that word, the term? I'd say it's fairly new. Um, it's been, like you said, from way before where people have experienced period poverty um uh, i'll be honest i don't know who actually start, started using that word and it was just like i said it did yeah. sound like a buzzword and in as much as sometimes i try to kind of move away from the word because when something is overused and um it defeats that purpose and the meaning and everyone's like oh yeah i can always talk about period poverty um to me i think it's not just about period poverty it's about lack of education as well, the menstrual literacy, you know, lack of people not knowing your own body, not understanding your cycle, mom's not speaking to. I've, I've had workshops and sessions with kids in private schools. Period poverty isn't an issue to them. However, there's lack of menstrual knowledge. So when you're, it goes hand in hand, I always tell people, it definitely goes hand in hand. You can't preach about, oh, this is how you use your pad and not provide resources. So, Mm-hmm. It, it goes hand in hand you, you you experience a period of poverty if you still don't know what to do about it yeah even when you're when you're getting support and donations of, of menstrual pad are you actually educating your kids are you do you know what to do do you understand your body do you understand the premenstrual the post and you know perimenopause so it's it's just for me it's just um it's 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 a long thing that I, it's totally the, the word sounds, you know, it, it, it sounds good when you, when you say it, but there's more, more, more to it than just the period poverty side of things. And you get all these hashtags as well with social media making it a bit of buzz. And a lot of people were, were actually angry with Meg, Meghan Markle. Uh, I think the year just before COVID when she said um, period poverty is not just about the hashtag, it's about people actually doing the work and, you know, doing, you know, doing what you're saying and then just saying using yeah, the buzzword. So I think a lot of people are kind of conflicted with the fact that, you know, are we just hashtagging period poverty, but the work needs to be done. And how did you get into this work? Um, I was never planning to. <laughs> I knew um, growing up, um, spending 17, 18 years of my life in Africa, I definitely knew there was an, you know, there, there, I, I definitely know that people are, are experiencing and have experienced period poverty due to, um, you know, the low income urban and, you know, rural areas. So um, I think there was one time at work, I just saw a box. I didn't really even think about it. And um, I just thought, oh, donate a pad. I'm like, I looked at it. There was nothing in there. I'm like, okay, whatever. I just can't, you know. And I, a couple of days later, it was like something woke me up. It was like I had a dream or something. And I just got up and I'm like, hang on. What I just saw the other day, um, I'm sure there's, like I said, my heart's always been in Africa anyway. I'm like, even though I don't really go, but I've always had connections with, you know. I just thought, <laughs> hang on, if, if, there's an, if there's actually an issue in this country, the girls over there haven't got a chance at all. Mm. And that, was just, that was just the beginning. So that was like the light bulb moment for me. I'm just thinking, is there really an issue? Because like you said, up until like a couple of years ago, it, it was just like, it, it wasn't there. And, and, and it was. 
so I didn't even I didn't even as it was it was nothing that I actually thought about and I'm just like okay and that was how he started I was like okay this is what I'm going to do I'm going to fundraise I'm going to go to Africa and um you know run walk that was that was how he started and then the, the couple of days later I started my Instagram I was I was walking to to um, create my website and I thought I, you know, all, I just I just saw all these organizations, you know, um, I'm like, OK, so they are actually this this is this is real. And that was how we started. So the Africa thing just, you know, went went a bit to the back burner. And I just, you know, I started I excited things here and I started from the UK. And then even though I traveled a year after to go to Nigeria. But then I just thought, you know what? I'm here. This is this is this is almost well. And if, exactly. And, and I'm like, if, if it's family. happening here, then yeah. we, it's just not just about Africa. We just have to do both. Mm. Do you think the reason why perhaps we weren't necessarily aware of organisations like yourselves is because of the taboo nature of periods? The fact that we we don't really like talking about it. There's all myths and embarrassment and shame that comes with it. I mean, where do you think all of this kind of taboo nature or or kind of stigma comes from i think we've got the cultural and the social social barriers as well you know people like we, we've got people who are from a certain background and culture where you know when you're on your period you can't cook for the family in india you have to they set you aside somewhere so you, you're like, like a cast away from like normal people and also it's just like i think i think it's to do with the, the you know blood on its own because like i said i tell people we go into hospitals we give blood we we get you know when, when we need blood we, we accept the blood donation but then people have babies people are like oh when are you due you know oh yeah you got your you know real nice lovely bump oh blah 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 and we, we, we forget about you know everyone's <laughs> kidding about oh brighter showers and you know thing. baby showers sorry baby showers and you know people are so keen I'm like we talk about these things you know but we don't talk about the actual Absolutely. thing that you know the reproductive side of things so we're happy to talk about other things but we just we just associate blood coming out of your vagina as something really dirty and something that we just cannot you know people can't even mention the word vulva they can't talk about vagina there's always oh vjjds you know there's always that there's always the way they've got yeah. red and yeah. ant flu and all sorts you know people just feel like i'm like this this is, is not something to be ashamed of. We talk about a lot of you know some people talk about oh, you know having sex and how you enjoy having sex, but nobody talks mm -hmm. about you know when I'm on my period. This is what I got. Exactly. How can we have wet ass pussies without? No, it's like something that we just cannot. Do you know what? And I think it stems from us being being um, and I, I and I always say this lack of menstrual education. If a lot of people have been informed, if they've had education from when you were eight nine years old, you would grow up been informed about it and that would shape you as well so if if, if a lot of people have not you know mom I've, I've had people saying oh my mom never told me she just said oh there you go just shove it and that's it one even said yeah one, ah. I, 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 I was on, on an, yeah. um, like an event and what a girl said it actually ruined a relationship between her and her mom because she felt she was she didn't get that support she needed she felt it was a time where she was vulnerable and it was she, she felt it was, um, was kind of dismissive not that she probably didn't realize the effect it had on her growing up and the relation and the strain in the relationship between herself and her mom because she said it was just like oh yeah okay oh yeah you, now you're a, now you're a woman and now you're this you know just yeah just deal with it you're a woman now mm -hmm. I, I think it all must play a part into it. The, the fact that we can't say the word period, 
and we have all these different names, as well as we, the, the fact that we can't say vagina and we don't know the difference. Yeah. We don't know what a vagina mm-hmm. and a vulva is. I think like any books, it's like into her folds or her, her like moist like a, like a flower. Like, Can you not say <laughs> vagina? Yeah, 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 her flower, all these things. Yeah, it, no, but even for my kids, having young kids, I'm like, we, I am using penis and vagina. I'm, I'm using the terms because also we have to understand I, the way I, I do the it. same. In it. So, so mm-hmm. if you are Absolutely ever in that. danger or, you know, these are our private parts and this is what they mean. It's not a PP or a flower or a this or a that. I think we have mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. open and keep on using that language. And, 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 and when they grow up, you, you'd be yeah. surprised that they would, she would not, you know, she, they would not be ashamed of talking about penis and vagina. They would not because you've set the pace, you've made it, you've not made it a taboo. You've not made it something to be ashamed of. And mm-hmm. that's what we're kind of campaigning about, making an open conversation, male yeah. or female. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Biology yeah, is our bodies. Absolutely. We all have them. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it is. And I think we're going to obviously run into trouble if we don't start speaking about this. Absolutely. Okay, so um, many girls can't afford <laughs> sanitary products. Um, their parents may struggle financially, so they don't want to ask or they can't ask. What resources do you know that's available for um, for those Luckily, um, after several, um, a lot of ad work from grassroots led organizations, the government decided to um, provide sanitary products to secondary schools and primary schools um, in the UK. So there's that resources Mm. and we're having a conversation earlier as well, even though there are those resources, I'm not sure if that's the solution. It may help because students actually bold enough to go and ask for one it's a first come first serve basis so when we're talking about provision the this taboos and the stigmas needs to be dealt with first because obviously it's 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 shameful in a way for me to go and say my mom or dad cannot provide me with a menstrual pad and i'm getting it off the school it's like it's like mm-hmm. people a lot of people are not using mm-hmm. the food bank mm-hmm. but initially a lot of people were not going to the food bank because you felt that if you going to the food bank that's because you know you don't want people seeing you there or not knowing that you're going through what you're going mm-hmm. through so for me it's it's it, mm-hmm. that resource is there there's a lot of organizations as well like us who are you know providing to schools um you know partnering with organizations who companies who actually make period products to try and you know get some donations of them for us to be able mm-hmm. to you know hand it out to organizations for example we support um, asylum seekers new mums, um, women experiencing domestic violence, um, unemployed people, um, mm-hmm. young ones, where even even though the, sc- the schools have got provision, we're still still supplying some secondary schools mm-hmm. where they can actually add them to um, the ones that they do, like have like parks where they take home as well. So some schools provide that, nice. so we tend to just give them, because obviously, what happens in the summer? What happened yes. in school? Of course, of course. I think yes. isn't isn't Morris, Morrison's Morrison recently started, and the, I, like the, I said, the, even, even though even though yes. what they've done is quite good, I'm still not a fan of them using the word "just say you want Sandy." Why why are we calling it Sandy? I'm sorry. Mm. So what have they done? What have Morrison's done? Yeah, if you're if you're struggling, you can go up to the kiosk. Any any kiosk and say, um, I've got a package left for Sandy. And 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 they will and they will and they will give you a, a, a nondescript bag with, with products. They would give you. I haven't seen anyone who's tried it at first, but then they said, I think Lidl in Ireland, they said there's a lot about a thousand mm. who, has, who have actually signed up 
for it but what happened like i said wow. they, they've started okay. it but then it's still the the case of you even though you've 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 kind of you've told everyone so even when you're going there you're going to whisper and i have sandy i'm here to collect or pick up sandy so I, I don't know how that's going to work i know it's a good it's a good initiative but then how is it going to work because mm. we're still dealing with the shame of a taboo Totally. Even with the schools, is there no way where the girls can just know where the products are and there can be some, there needs to be more, um, not animosity, it it needs to be more anonymous for people to like know that it's going to be locked in a locker and you have access to these products. I know there could be people who take too much. Which is understandable, um, yeah. Or or yeah, yeah, but there has to be another way. That, that's ridiculous that at the point of school where we have these girls in a space where you can actually speak to them, you know, they're in school, they're relatively safe, mm-hmm. that, that they still mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable enough to go yeah. and get the products when they're there. That feels yeah. like uh, we're missing yeah. something. I mean, there's, there's always an awkwardness, isn't there? I think even what yeah. I remember being, I went, I went to an all-girls school and so there was there was a, 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 I guess a slight difference because we were all going through it. Um, but I, I remember there was there was always kind of pads available uh, um, in the nurse's office, but there was no tampons, and tampons was the one was it, it, that was because obviously we have to insert it inside of ourselves. The fact that 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 very fact going to an all girls school at that time said if you were using a tampon you weren't a virgin anymore, and it's all that sort of stuff as well. So the stigma always came from needing a tampon or if that if tampons was your preference because the idea of obviously inserting a tampon inside yourself so and the association of that during that you know that period of your life no pun intended <laughs> where you, it was with <laughs> you would come you would come across as loose a slut a hoe or whatever because you were able to have something inside of you whereas if you weren't if you were just using a pad then you're then you're still a virgin you're still virtuous and so on so i think there was that issue as well when I was growing up I remember I mean it's it's wild isn't it when you think back on it when you when you actually say it out loud you know as an adult but I remember the weight of it and how how big that weight was in school like the stakes are that high Mm -hmm. doesn't it 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 Mm -hmm. feels Mm -hmm. it feels that large it feels that weight it feels uh, impossible yeah I just think there needs to be a way where we can connect to the girls at school it just feels wild that 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 that's disconnecting that it's the whole association of, of, of womanhood and womanliness. And even when you're, you could be you know, 9, 10, 11, um, and I was 11 when I started my period. So I was still in, I think, primary school when I started getting um, boobs and, you know, started getting cramps and stuff like that. And the association of womanness being ready for adulthood, ready for sex, ready, you know, to, to carry child, it's all of that as well. Dope, black, mom. 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you experience period poverty, you're more likely to leave home at 16. You're likely to suffer from anxiety, depression, fail to set your GCSEs or complete A-levels, get into financial difficulties, struggle to find employment. It just goes on and on and on and on. And that affects generation after generation. And it must be heartbreaking as a mother to watch this happen to your children and, and heartbreaking for the children in that situation to to be in like it just it... and also what we need to understand is it's not just kids here there's 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 working working class poverty as well people go to work and cannot afford it at the end of the month you haven't got anything left so yeah we talk about low-income families yeah, even people who work struggle for yeah. example i've got a friend she's a solicitor she, she's doing well her husband's doing well as well she got five girls she said she care i have to go to savers because if I don't go to savers, how would I be able to? Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's not even just about, yeah. you know, that's why I keep telling people, even when you work and you earn enough, yeah. you've got four or five girls. Yes. How much is that every single month? You're buying the name brand ones, which mm. is about £1.80, £2 something. You use two pack, so two, two pack per child in a month, depends on how heavy your flow is, times five. So even when you've got that money, that's, that's, that's a lot of money yeah. come out, coming out of your yeah. income. Yeah. Is it going to the manufacturers? Can they be using different products? I mean, on top of this, obviously, we still have to be sustainable. But, but what, what is the answer? The, the part companies are not government regulated at all. Right. People can choose. What, we, don't, we don't know what's in there. No one's ever labeled. You know what goes in your, in your, in your food. Nobody mm-hmm. ever, ever said this is what you've got Let's in menstrual pads. Go and check. There's nothing. Okay. There's no breakdown. Anyone can pick and choose how much they wish to charge. So when there's no government regulations, how can you put the, how can you put things right. in place? So that would be a start then. Even people that can afford it, have, they, they said that, that a lot of people are not even going for the you know rather than you going for always and the name brand ones, a lot of people are now going to get the six and IP Aldi one. Mm-hmm. 50p tesco ones so so when you think about it so you know downgrading products i'm not saying the 69 one p 60p 69p one is definitely less quality but obviously you go you, you open one and you're like sometimes it feels like you just you just go like tissue because it's so flat and you're thinking this will only last me for 20 minutes before i have to change again so when yeah. you think about it, you you think you're saving money but then you're using more more pads mm. throughout your cycle because that, that means you're probably changing every hour mm. or every half an hour because it's not holding anything. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that needs to be done um, in terms of accessibility, in terms of, in terms of pricing as well. I know they, they, they you know, remove the tampon tax, this and that, but still, it's still, it's, it's still costly when you think about the, the, the economic climate that we're in now where people have lost their jobs even prior to COVID. And there's 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 a there's a higher you know demand due to COVID as well now. So everything's like tripled compared to what it was pre-COVID. So what's most useful for you for terms of donations? If anybody listening right now wants to donate to you and support the cause, what, what is, it? is it? Menstrual products. Menstrual products. 
and like I said, yeah. we've, we've, we've had good um, companies, um, organic pad companies, who's been really, really, you know, generous supporting us, and also organizations where they're, you know, selling it to us at a very, you know, like a ridiculous price just for, you know, just to help us rather than giving it free. So we've got that support and, and like I said we're, we're grateful to that because I don't know how we'll be able to support this and the, the requests keep coming in as well and like I said we've done three months and now we're, we're people are coming back what happens after three months after what happens between now and Christmas time so there's so much that we can do and these are only the people that are coming to you it's like, like, return, it's like, it's like it. yeah I had, to, I had to post out the other day you know we, we've sent a three-month supply in um yeah, we're in May, and she emailed and said, "I'm sorry, I cannot. Are you able to send me more? Because the three months supplies finished. What's she going to do? She she's in a, a women's refuge. Mm. So for me, it's like I wish I keep saying it's not a, it's not a one off program. It's it's ongoing. What happens? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, periods don't stop for nothing. They don't. They didn't stop for pandemics. <laughs> they didn't. They don't stop for nothing." <laughs> I practice what I preach. I've, I've exercised in menstrual cups. I think they're really, really good. If I'm being honest, you stick it in and then you can you can pee and do whatever you have to do and then you just need yeah. to pour it out. I get the messiness sometimes. Um, what's the common feedback that you're getting with the menstrual cups? What What is the fear? What what's It's new, it's different, it just feels yucky? Or... People just feel something's just sticking. It's new, it's different, sticking something off my vagina. You know, I don't know if is it going is it going to hold up? Is it going to? Am I going to leak? I'm like you use tampons, you know, because it, the, the size is different. But that would be the answer, though, wouldn't it? If we could provide everybody with a menstrual cup that lasts for how long do they last for? Ten years. The cup lasts for ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Okay. So at school, we could give every single girl a menstrual cup. You look after that. You guard it with your life like you would your phone. It's the answer. For about 10, 10 to 20 pounds max, for the ne- at least for the next five years. It's, it's a solution. Right. People are just not, like I said, a lot of, yeah, it, it is the answer. We're, we're, we're kind of pushing mm-hmm. that for Africa at the moment because obviously what we're, what we're mm-hmm. doing is swapping rags to reusables, which is an option over there because they, they're using rag. Even here, people use, I know someone who said she cares. You know, there was a time when I was working and um, I actually did face period poverty. And all I did was, you know, I had to cut my mom's old clothes and I had to use socks. And so even here, it's happening. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. As soon as you likened it to um, the food yeah. banks, I yeah. get it. it I totally understand. So it's, it's the solution. Yeah. A lot of awareness needs to go into it. I know a lot of people think the inconvenience, you know, it takes you back to having to kind of wash and dry and it's a bit messy. I get the, I get the convenience part, but then if you're facing mm. poverty, you need to have a solution for yourself. And I tell people. I'm that's sorry. So we just, it, we it, just, it, you, you just need to change your mindset. You have to. That's it. And I think that has to start early on, right? It feels like early intervention is Absolutely. the key. I mean, Kyla and I both have girl children. So, what age should we should we start having these? Talks? I'd say from about eight years old. Eight. Okay. That's that's the best time because now that okay. you know when you when you go to the school and they're talking about the peas and the whatever at the start of about I think eight eight years old now. So while we're doing that, we need to start. While we're talking about pubic hair and you know this and that, they need to start. They they, yeah. they need to know. I mean, I have a yeah. I have a five and a three year old, and all we talk about is penis yeah. constantly. It's penis, 
firing and, and, you, and you, while you're time. doing that you've opened up that conversation you would never be shy to talk about yeah. it never because you've left yeah. that door open yeah. that conversation is there and that would go you know that, that yeah. would be with him because obviously we, we, we have issues with dads as well we've got single dads who's got Yes. How do you, how do yes. you, you know, if, if you're a man and you don't even know when your wife's, you know, all you know is, oh, she's on her period for five days, or she's a bit grumpy. That's all you know. You know, yeah. you, you don't yeah. know the, the, <laughs> the, pre, the, pre, the, pre, the, pre, the PMS, whatever they're going through, you know, endometriosis. Exactly. PMDD, you think, why is this woman acting crazy? She's acting crazy for a reason. So, so yeah, the, no, the dads and, and the men that... need to be educated. And it starts from us, you know, not just teaching the girls and singling the boys out. No, yes. it's, 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 a, it's an yes. inclusive conversation. I agree. And that was my, my next question. So we've got a WhatsApp group and a Facebook group. And um, some questions came in. And, and it was just really about how to start the conversation. And especially... Um, if anybody who feels, I don't know, awkward about it or, um, I don't know, has fears that they've grown up with. So would you suggest books? Um, um, I, 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 a friend recently written a book, um, how to talk to your, I think, support your, I've got somewhere, support your child through uh, puberty or, or menstrual, um, you know, periods. So there's there's books out there. And I think we, we've... Why? And yeah, it's good for us to read. Obviously, for people who cannot, um, or just even give it to the kids to read, because there's a lot of books that are child-friendly that people can read now. But then it starts with you being the mom, you know, having that conversation. Yeah. And I think it's also it also starts with you them seeing you, seeing you do because you 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 you're like the example. You you will be on your period. So, so yes. out of the curiosity, kids will go, "Mom, what? Why have you got this? What's this called?" That's where that's where it starts from. You you showing them yeah. or they know oh one mom bleeds five days every month. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So another question that came in was just curiosity about period pants and all the hype about it and all the I mean the prices is so varying as well, isn't it? So how do you feel about them? Do they work? Are they good? Are you a fan? Are you pro them? It does work. It depends on your on your flow. Yeah. So a, a lot of the companies have got like light flow, medium flow, and then you just need to be careful that you're not buying the one just for the incontinence and just not period because there's that's obviously right. two things. If, you, if you've just got leakage, you know, urine leak, that's different from you being on your period. So it, it works for medium to medium flow. So it's something that is worth um buying however the price point is still high so i'm just hoping that it's you know it comes down for a lot of people to be able to afford it yeah and like i said primax doing the cheap one right now yes. but like i said we need, just need to test it out and, and and you know people a lot of people are fearful that if are you sure that i don't have to stick I'm on the pad yeah with the pan but then my daughter's tried it she's not willing to try the cup but she's tried the pants okay and it worked for her yeah and and then with the pants then uh, these are obviously reusable they hire you just, yeah, you take it off and just wash on the way back again. Okay, and, and keep them like you would normal pants? Just your normal pant, yeah. Okay. So rather than having a pant and a pad, it's just, just two Great. in one. Great, I mean, they last, as in, would last years then? Um, I, I think it depends on the wash and how many you've got. Obviously, if you've got the one, if you've got the one that probably would not last long. But right. then if you, if you can interchange, say you've got three or two or three. Well, that would last you a cycle well, but then it's like normal pants and how many a, a lot a lot of people don't buy pants every five or six months yeah so that's, there that's would still be some durability then. yeah that's, it that's is positive for, it is. for the cause isn't yeah. it? 
And any advice on women who are interested in trying menstrual cup? I'll say give it a go. You know what I'm going to do, uh, Nina? Um, I can I can offer two women who definitely would want to try free menstrual cups. Amazing. From Dope Thank Dope Mom. So I've got, I'll give them two, two, um, two menstrual cups, two books. Uh, we could just probably just yeah, raffle it out. Two idea. books about supporting your kids through menstrual products and then two books for um, kids. Uh, it's called This Period in yeah. Your Life. So I'll, I'll send that to you. So we'll have four books, um, I'll give you four you. books and then two Thank menstrual you. cups. So obviously, I don't know how you want to do that. We'll have to, you know, probably a question or whatever. We'll just have to do something around people winning it. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be nice for yeah, people to just try it out. Because so, there's just so much fear and so much curiosity. But again, the menstrual cups, the period pants, these really could be the answer that we're looking for to make a difference and also um it takes about three cycles for you to get used to the cup so it's not something that you will you might not fit it properly in initially by the time by your third month or four months you should be a pro i have a friend that in 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 africa that i did not even expect her she said she get this is like the best i would never go back to wearing pads and she's never turned for over a year and is that the same for you so once you tried the cups you're now just straight cups yeah it's, you don't even feel it. You go to bed, I exercise great, in it. I just great. don't feel it. I know a lot of people have said because it's silicone, as it go any else, whatever. Not that we know. But then, like I said, the parts that we use, we don't know what what, what adverse effect it's, you know, it has on us. And also, um, we're, we're promoting a lot, a lot of the parts we've been giving now, the mm-hmm. organic parts, high, double the price. It's about £3.95 in the stores. But luckily, we're, we're able to give out this, this organic parts amazing right. honestly once you use an organic pack you may Great. not want to go back but it's so it's, it's just Great. expensive so i just hope the price point will be you know for people to afford it it's not as much as we're talking about sustainability as well because obviously with the plastic in the normal pads that's caused yes, a lot of, of problems course, as well of course, yeah. so yeah but then the organic ones the price point needs to come yes. down as well and and another point that was raised just just any advice on supporting male friends brothers family members and having talks with children male or female children but just any advice on how they can brush such again because i think there's a lot of fear and lack of education so any advice on a good place to start uh, like i said earlier i think the best thing is once we miss that opportunity of early intervention it becomes harder for people to even want to talk about it but like i said when we stop hiding menstrual products when we stop you know you don't have to go out and t- you don't have to announce that you're on your period you know no one's asking you to do that but then when it comes to even adults at workplace you see people you know rolling <laughs> you know going going to the toilet with hide drug part like it's yeah. you, know, you know you exactly you feel like you're going you you you're going to into the, into the toilet yeah, to smoke yeah, something yeah. you know yeah. you need to just break it bit it's a conversation it's something that would take long for us to break the stigma but like i said having conversations about you know um First of all, not not hiding your period That's products. It. That is it. That's the that first thing it. first. Yeah. You know, you've got cousins coming into your room. If it's there on your table, that's fine. Straight away, out of curiosity, that 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 you know, the conversation yeah. starts. Your little cousin or your older cousin might say, "Oh, oh, what's this? Oh, it's your period product." You know, out of curiosity, you know, people would ask questions. So when you're not hiding things, when you know when you've got you, you've got adverts on the TV, when you've got you know conversations, you've got things in the news as well in the newspaper you've got books literatures things that would you know you just have to 
find a way to kind of subtle yeah. you know you, you break 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 that stigma and just, just have that open conversation yeah, just keep on exactly. talking about it, and then when you when it feels like you know when you when you're suffering from menstrual health related, you know you well oh, uh, I'm just on my period, so I'm sorry if I'm a bit grumpy. So they they're yeah. aware, you know, people know that oh it's just not you being who you are. They're like oh oh she's like that, you know, when she's on her period, we just have to you know it's just managing situation as well. So I think it's just you know it's it's something that will take time, but then it's baby steps. We just have to start having that yeah. conversation and not shying away and you know just just you know drop something you know it's, yeah like i said we don't want to make it like it's dirty we're talking about blood no it should be normalizing conversations around it that's what we need to do i think that's key i think that's what i've really taken from it is just normalize the conversations use the actual word period 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 have the conversations early and i think at work definitely definitely we can't hide the products we can't feel embarrassed about the products just like we're having rainbow week in school covering lgbtq and this is in nursery so like i said my my children in nursery and just start reception so we had rainbow so they they already know at two three four five year old yeah 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 yeah, two 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 and um obviously you've got black history month so at least we're we're tackling and talking about race Mm -hmm. definitely i think we could talk about this yeah in nursery. I, don't, I don't think we have to even wait till when you're eight years old, to be honest. Like I said, you've no. got little ones who goes, you know, you, you, we've got little ones trying our makeup on. Absolutely. Oh, mommy, is that lipstick, mommy? Absolutely. It should be the same conversation. So we don't even have totally to wait. And, I, and until, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think people get confused with menstruation and then they kind of add the sex part onto it of menstruation, of, of what it means when it's biology. And if you're thinking of it as science, you could explain it just as a bodily function as you would go into the toilet for a wee or a poo. It's, it's, it's the same function that, that we're talking about. Then you're talking about, you, you, oh, are, you, are, you ready, you, are you ready to do number two? You don't want to have a poo and then you can't talk about, are you, do you want about periods? So what's more disgusting to all you having your period, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Definitely. I think normalizing and starting as early as possible. What's next for you and the organization? What are you up to in the next couple of months? Um, at, at the moment, we've, uh, we're still supporting um, the people, um, locally, yeah. organizations. I think, I think what we're looking at is um, we already, we're, uh, there's a, um, an organization in Copenhagen, like an open learning. So we're taking menstrual education onto that platform. Right. So anyone can, anyone's got access to where you just go with a link, right. uh, Canopy Lab, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, put, put some information out there. And also um, we're doing a lot of workshops as well. Hopefully um, once, um, you know, things that back to normal, we'll be able to do workshops at schools because mm. I'm, I'm really keen about, you know, trying to get into schools and making sure that the kids are accessing uh, the products that the government provides. And also, um, yeah, we will be doing some work back in Africa as well. So there's a lot of there's a lot to be done over there. Trust me, if they're saying it, 137,000 in the UK. Yeah, I think three 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 out of five girls have oh, got access gosh. over there. So big, so isn't it? It is really yeah. really bad. Yeah. So so we're looking at we're looking at doing that from next year as well, going back and and you know we're, we're going through the reusable route because I think that's the solution for Africa. Yeah, well, definitely keep me updated. So we're not we're not yeah we're we're definitely yeah. Keep so us updated. We, last last year, um, 2020, um, February 2020, we did five schools, about 350 girls in each school. Mm. 
and um, you would hear the stories. So, and that's why I tell people, even though yeah, we're asking for support in the UK, we will be asking for more support for Africa because at the end of the day, it's a it's a global it's a global issue. We can't just you know, yeah. put, you see kids saying twelve year old saying, oh, "I have to save my lunch money oh. to buy product," yeah. and then that that daddy borrowed the money, so I've got nothing to use. Yeah. Because you have to choose food, or you have to, you know. Someone was telling me, oh, um, I use, you know, you know, bandage. Yeah. The one, yeah. They'll have to wrap bandages round, yeah. and then have to stick it in, yeah. you know, on on, on hygienic yes. stuff. And you think get ill. And... Kids said, yeah. oh, one even told me though she had to wear two or three knickers. I said, how is that protecting? She said, when it leaks, you just take it off and you wash it again. I said, so what happens? They said, we just don't show up at school and nobody will ask you. We just don't show up. That's what they say. She said, I'm not coming to school. They have, and the education is already bad over there anyway. And some of those 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 rural schools. So when you think about it, it's like they said we just don't show up. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and taking time today. Um, anybody listening and wants to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and please follow on all the socials at Dope Black Mums. It's been great having you all listen. See you on the other side. Thanks. Bye. Dope Black Mums. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.